Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Uh, Right off the bat, I want to say I am recording this on Monday, uh, I think April 29th, 2019, or 2019 actually, as I prefer to say. Um, This was a big weekend for nerds. Um, Avengers Endgame came out on technically Thursday, but I guess technically Friday, but really it was Thursday because there were a crazy amount of showings on Thursday night. I did go see it Friday afternoon. Uh, I approve. That's all I'm going to say for those who have not seen it by this time. Uh, It was a big movie. That is for damn sure. Uh, And then last night, Sunday, was the third episode of the eighth season of Game of Thrones. Again, I won't say much Uh, For those of you who have not seen it, but it was also a big one. It was almost an hour and a half uh, for one episode. What can I say? Um, I am just going to uh, dub this past weekend uh, the Stark Weekend. That's, That's it for that. Let's get to the words. First word for today is affliction, A-F-F-L-I-C-T-I-O-N. This is a noun from the 14th century. One, the state of being afflicted. Two, the cause of persistent pain or distress. Three, great suffering. Sounds very depressing. Next word is afflictive. This is an adjective from 1611 causing affliction. Distressing is a synonym, and troublesome is also a synonym, as in afflictive emotions, and afflictively is the adverb. Next is affluence, or affluence, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Uh, Yes, in fact, both forms are appropriate and legal. This is a noun from the 14th century, 1a. An abundant flow or supply. The synonym is profusion. 1b. Abundance of property. And the synonym is wealth. 2. A flowing to or toward a point. And the synonym is influx. Next word is affluency. Affluency. This is a noun from 1664. It just has the synonym affluence, the word we just read. Next is the word affluent with an ENT at the end. This is the first form of it. It is an adjective from the 15th century. One, flowing in abundance, as in affluent streams or affluent creativity. I wish I had affluent creativity. Two, having a generously sufficient and typically increasing supply of material possessions, as in our affluent society. The synonym says, see the word rich. Uh, Affluently is the adverb. The etymology is saying this is from the Latin affluent or affluens, which is from affluere, which means to flow to or flow abundantly. That is from fluere, which means to flow, and there's more at the word fluid. Second form of affluent, this is a noun from 1818. One, a tributary stream. Two, an affluent person. Next is the word afford, A-F-F-O-R-D. This is a transitive verb from the 14th century. One, A, 
to manage to bear without serious detriment, as in, you can't afford to neglect your health. That is true, because if you neglect your health, you are going to have a lot of problems. And if you want to deal with those problems, that's fine. Personally, I don't want to. I would like to be healthy, so I have less problems to deal with. 1b. To be able to bear the cost of, as in, can't afford to be out of work long. Unfortunately, with our society and our culture of money and things like that, pretty much money, uh, no, you can't afford to be out of work long because you need money, which I think is stupid. 2. To make available, give forth, or provide naturally or inevitably, as in, the sun affords warmth to the earth. Thank you, sun. My wife and I joke every once in a while, ah, the sun, what has it ever done for any of us? Clearly, that is a ridiculous statement because it has done everything. We owe everything to the sun, our life, literally, because of the sun. Thanks, sun. Uh, the synonym says, see the word give. Affordability is a noun. Affordable is an adjective. And affordably is an adverb. Etymology for afford is uh, Middle English, aforthin which is from the Old English geforthian, which means to carry out. And I believe that is from the prefix ge, which maybe means perfective, uh, and then forthian, which means to carry out. Uh, and that is from the word forth. And there's more at the word coforth, C-O-F-O-R-T-H. I've never heard of coforth. Moving on. Afforestation. Uh, A-F-F-O-R-E-S-T-A-T-I-O-N. It's like the word forestation, which I don't even know if that is a word, uh, plus A-F at the beginning. This is a noun from 1649. The act or process of establishing a forest, especially on land not previously forested. A forest is a transitive verb. The etymology is saying this is from... Aforestare, which means to put under forest laws. Whoa, the Latins had a word that means to put under forest laws. That is highly specific. Uh, That is from, I guess, foresta or forestis, which just means forest. Next is affray, A-F-F-R-A-Y. This is a noun from the 14th century. This is the first form of affray. Uh, One is archaic. It just has these synonyms fray, F-R-A-Y, and brawl. Two is chiefly British, a fight in a public place that disturbs the peace. So you don't want to get into an affray. Second form of affray is a transitive verb. This is from, whoa, a lot of etymology information, Uh, 14th century. This is archaic. It has these synonyms startle and frighten. And the etymology is saying this is from the Middle English afrayin, which means to attack, brawl, disturb, or frighten. That is from the Anglo-French affrayer, or effrier, E-F-F-R-E-E-R. I sound like I'm saying gibberish. Uh, to me, it sounds like that. Uh, and that is from something Latin, v, uh, V-L, exfridare. Uh, that is from fridare, 
and that looks like it's saying it's of Germanic origin, akin to OHG, which I think is some uh, like an old German uh, term word, which is Fridu, F-R-I-D-U, which means peace. Uh, there's also Old English Freo, which means free, and there's more at the word free. That was a lot of complicated etymology information. Next is Africate, A-F-F-R-I-C-A-T-E. This is a noun from 1880, a stop, and it's immediately following release into a fricative that are considered to constitute a single phoneme as the T and SH of CH in choose. Aha, okay. Uh, and by the way, a fricative is a noun or an adjective. Let's read the etymology f- uh, before we get into the definition a little bit more. Uh, it is saying it's probably from the German Afrikata or the Latin Afrikata, which is the feminine of Afrikatus which is from africare, which means to rub against, which is from fricare, which means to rub. Weird. And there's more at the word friction. That makes sense. Uh, I'm not sure what the africate, where, where to rub comes from. But anyway, it's, I think what they're saying is the T and the SH of choose, the, the ch sound, uh, could be spelled, or if you were to write it phonetically, could be a T and an SH sound combined, uh, like they're rubbing up against each other. I don't know, that's kind of weird. Uh, but hey, they, they do what they want to do. So let me just reread the definition again. A stop and it's immediately following release into a fricative. I should learn what a fricative is. Uh, that are considered to constitute a single phoneme. A phoneme, I think, in this case is just uh, like a one, a single sound that your mouth makes. Uh, Phoneticist, uh, please let me know if I'm right. Uh, Contact info is in the episode details. Next, we have a fright, first form. This is a transitive verb from before the 12th century. Definition is archaic. It has these synonyms frighten and alarm. Um, And it's kind of funny to me that this is archaic because I feel like I have actually heard people use the word affright, um, but, uh, you know, more so than these other archaic uh, words I've heard. Uh, Second form of affright is a noun from 1596, also archaic. The definition says sudden and great fear, and the synonym is the word terror, T-E-R-R-O-R. The etymology for affright is from the Middle English, affright, spelled a couple different ways, A-F-R-I-G-H-T or A-F-Y-R-H-T, which means frightened. By the way, our spelling here uh, is A-F-F-R-I-G-H-T. This is from the Old English, affright, spelled the same as the weird one, but with a line over the uh, A. Uh, that is from afirtan, which means to frighten, and uh, this is from fritan, which means to fear, akin to the Old English frito, which means fright, and there's more at the words abide and fright. There's so much of that that I just don't understand what I'm reading. But moving on, uh, well, no, I think that will be the last word for this episode, a fright. 
Thank you for listening. We are about a quarter of the way through page 22. And until next time, this is Spencer reading the dictionary. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.